two, one. From Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between. Talking local and national sports, and just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. <laughs> well, well, uh, this might be a, a, a new one for us here at Easy Speak. A late night Sunday. Uh, it, it is officially 10.07 p.m. Jesus Christ. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Um, we uh, spent the day on the lake and had ambitions of going live between 7 and 8. But, um, well, as you can see, that didn't happen. Between so. 7 and 8. I like that. <laughs> we're like we're about that. two hours behind. Yeah, well, you know, we ended up uh, throwing down some hibachi for the neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. So well, that, that, that takes precedence over everything. So. Exactly. So welcome back. Yes. Uh, I know we, uh, we had some, uh, of our listeners chiming in, uh, worried that we weren't going to go live this week. And, uh, I assured them that yes, uh, in fact, we were going to put together a show this week and here we are it is a little a little bit late and as a matter of fact he is chiming in as we speak but Mr. he's not uh, but he's Andre. not but he's not showing up on the screen he no he's not he's not he's not showing up on the he's screen not showing but, up so we're gonna need uh mr jp the giant to, i don't uh, chime he, in and uh, you know he probably got the notification on his phone and he's like <laughs> hey they're live he sent me yesterday and i quote, really yeah. you guys come back for one week and that's it. That's and it. I said tomorrow, and he says hell yes. So I I let him know that we were. <laughs> I would let him know when we were going to go live. And well, I stayed true to my promise. Yeah. Uh, even though it is uh, now ten oh eight p.m., uh, we are live we from are. the speakeasy, yep. and you might hear some voices. We got some voices us. in the background. Yeah, we, we got have... some. We got some rumbling, some grumbling going yeah. on in the background. And and just just so everyone knows, the last half an hour it was kind of like should we, shouldn't we? Should yeah, we, it was back and forth, we? back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, and, and I may have guilted uh, Mr. Uh, Jasper to uh, do the show tonight because I said, you know what, I spent about two, an hour and a half, two hours out here earlier. Today. Yeah, that was a huge guilt trip right there, right in the show, which I, I felt was you know Emmy, Emmy worthy. But it, um, yeah, you had, uh, I, you know what, I read the show notes earlier today. I and I'm <laughs> like, just let everybody know, I'm getting ready to, uh, you know, head down to South Kakalaki. The last tournament of the season yeah. which is good news it's good news for good news. us yeah uh, podcast related yes it is definitely good news um however it's, it's hectic it's hectic as hell it is hectic so yeah so tomorrow is um wheels up at 1 1 p.m yeah. for uh, uh myrtle beach yep which uh i have already put the order in for uh two cases of yingling and a bat Beer mug, a bad from, beer the, mug. Uh, from, from the uh, Pelicans game. Yeah, from the Pelicans yeah. down in uh, uh, from the good old Hesty. So, <laughs> so hopefully he'll come through. <laughs> so if you look over your, if you look at the screen, look over your shoulder. There's somebody whose head keeps creeping over the top of it. <laughs> we got we got Mr. Ryan here well, tonight. Have, so uh, chef, we're, the, we are allowed. King. We, we, we are having him stay up a little bit later tonight, which is fine. But he wanted to. Uh, you know, he wanted to be uh, a part of the show, whether it was in the background or, uh, you know, anything like that. Oh, so, yeah. So, well, yeah, we're going to clear we, off the. We uh, enjoy having uh, 
<laughs> Ryan Jasper, a.k.a. the Kabasa King the, of South Lion. The Kabasa King. He took part in our uh, meal festivities Oh yeah, this evening, sure. which was really good. So, so he's going to grab his. Uh, he's going. He's going to grab his. Uh, there you go. His, his apron that he's got on. He's so. the Kabasa King. Kabasa King. He's uh he's got a YouTube channel that he likes to cook. Yes, and, uh, for sure. Who knows? I don't even know the name of it, but um, <laughs> yeah, he, he don't even know either. I know I'm subscribed to maybe it. Maybe you'll see him on the uh, the iLogic Network. Here maybe you see him on the Food Network. Yeah, you know, for maybe, sure. You know for what? Sure. You know what? Maybe maybe I need to reach out to. Um, to Derek and maybe we can get a uh because he's got which, the cooking show. Did, did you check out the Karma uh, Corn? Oh really my damn goodness! Good. The Karma Corn looked good. And season two for anyone uh, that doesn't know what we're talking about, it's the Grumpy Bunny season two here on iLogic Media. Thursday it dropped on the iLogic Media. Unbelievable, uh, Mr. Derek, mm -hmm. who is uh, quite yeah. the aficionado when it comes to cooking, especially like the uh, you know he he specializes really in like kind of like the uh, the G free. Gluten-free. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. anybody who's gluten-free. Which like, our good friend Amanda could, would definitely appreciate Well, that. and also Mike uh, Ivasel, too. As well. Oh, yeah. big Mike. Yeah, shout so, out to Mike and uh, big Sean. So anyway, so, you know, getting into sports and everything like that. How about them Tigers, man? Well, they, they kicked off the, the, the quote-unquote second, second half. Second half, yeah. Even though we know that um, the second half had already uh, Sorry, know, come and gone. But uh, you'd like you like, I like what, what I see. You like what you've seen. Miggy, um, Miggy with a walk-off. Normally, it's a strikeout, but he had a walk-off. And a bloop walk-off, which, I, let's face it, he uh, the, they, the, it the, the, the twins blundered it. But, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. We'll take it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll take it. For, I'll a, take it. It's a double doubleheader sweep, and, and it gives the Tigers momentum coming in today. And, and Peralta, you know, we talked uh, yeah. about him about a week ago, which I really feel like he was the reason why. Turnbull, they said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna shut him down. It's just just because of the way Peralta has pitched. Seven nothing. Yeah, you yeah. know what? A, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's 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 kind of one of those guys where, you know, going into a season, he's not the flashy big no. name guy. No, he's. But however, I think what they're doing, and they're protecting assets right now, so that's why right they don't now, have Turnbull yes, pitching. Absolutely. There's a, you know what? He's got a forearm strain. There's no read. There's, no, you know, they're not going to win pennants. They're not nope. going to win championships. Let's this save year. them for when it matters. Let's, most. yeah, let's, you know what? Let them get healthy. Mm -hmm. Let's, and let's roll with it. Yeah. And, and, and that to me, that's, that's the smart play. Cause really, when it comes to Peralta, I think uh, about three weeks ago, they put him in the, in the rotation as a, yeah, well, you know what? Let's, let's hope to get three innings out yeah, of him. That's, dude, and the guy's the, been stellar. And he's been, he's been, you know, I'm not going to say lights out, but he has been, He's been money. He's been reliable money. to get him uh, the innings to, to rest that bullpen, which is very shaky. But it, it it's it's a surprise. It's a big surprise for us. And and on the on the, the topic of the scope and, and scope's been on fire too. Wow. That you know what dude they they need to sign him. He's you know what everybody says, well, you know, they're like maybe let's you're getting around 30, whatever. My personal opinion, when it comes to baseball, when you get around between 28 and 32, it's prime. That's prime. And and he is, you know, prior to coming to the Tigers, when he was with Baltimore, yeah, he was a Tiger killer. Just a Tiger killer. So let's talk about this real quick. Since you brought up Tiger killer. In your mind, in, in your thought, who is the number one Tiger killer? Oh. Do, is there any doubt? Let's hear it. 
It's uh, uh, Nelson from uh, Minnesota. You think it's Nelson Cruz? Oh, Nelson Cruz. Undoubtedly. I, you know, I, I got a tie. My tie is between, and they bo- and this is when they both played with Cleveland. Jim Tomey. Oh, oh, are you talking like? I'm talking. I'm talking about life, lifetime. Okay. Jim Tomey or or Michael Brant. Michael Brant. I'm sorry. Those two right there, they both can kiss my ass. (laughs) That comes to playing against the Tigers. And can we agree? Their swings. Oh, they're beautiful. They're They're, beautiful. They're they're Griffey esque. Jim Tomey might have the sweetest swing ever. I, it, Michael Brantley, if it's not for his stupid tongue move that he does, you know, and when, and when it comes to when it comes to Jim Tomey, oh. it's just kind of like how just his whole approach to his at bat. It all it all starts from the time he walks in yep. the box to the time he swings and hits a home run against Tigers. Uh, it all it all factors in. As of a lot of the uh, viewers and listeners out there know, my. My pops is a Cleveland fan, so I spent a lot of years watching Jim Tomey and going to Cleveland, and he is probably one of the most underrated players oh. ever graced Major League Baseball. No, he's in the Hall of Fame. There's no question. He, he's, he's he's just, he, and he's in he the I'm sorry, if Larry Walker goes in, Tomey's there. Jim Tomey is probably the is most he in the Hall of Fame? Now? I don't think so. I don't. But if Larry, I'll say right now, if the great Canadian hype, well, well, he should be. If anything, you know, from the All Star game when he faced Randy Johnson when he turned around the helmet. Yes, <laughs> but that was that was priceless. I mean, I still think that you know, all joking aside, all kidding aside, he is. He need, definitely is one of those guys that needs that he deserves every bit of it. His numbers say. Hall of Fame. Yep. He's got over 500 home runs. For sure. And and it, all he ever did was produce. He he was just an absolute uh money player on the field and off. He never never gotten in trouble. Nope. He's just he was an ambassador for the sport and just yeah. just the the type of guy that you want on your team and you know, we watched him for many years uh just destroy us and I know. And but you know when you, you Push comes to shove after the, you know. But that's the shit that that that's the shit you appreciate. Well, when like you appreciate when when you appreciate why, even though it absolutely just breaks your heart oh, sure. and it kills you, but you can appreciate that that there's a guy out there who absolutely he did it the right way. Yeah, he did it he the did. right way. He did it the right way. He did it the right way. So we've got some players with the Tigers that, um, let's face it, uh, they never really. I think there was a lot of hype. Yeah coming in uh, that just didn't pan out and, and whether or not, you know, the experiment is over. Willie Castro was sent down this week, which I know it, it, it's a bit of a shocker, but then again, it's not. I mean, I think I they had a lot of, they had a lot of, uh, you just got, you, what you got to do is you got to sit back and you got to realize what you have in front of you. If you have guys that are producing day in and day out, which, and, and honestly, right now they do. Yeah. They do. do have guys that are producing day in and day yeah. out. There is no spot for Willie Castro no. really in that lineup. So the next best thing you do is okay. So look, let's look to Toledo yep. and let's see who who would be the next guy that we could give him a chance to maybe where you know what we, we might not be struggling out there, but you know what though, let's bring a guy to give him a little bit of a chance. Well, to me, it's it just shows you the confidence they have in their farm system. 
that, and they got a great farm that system. Coming it's up. it's now or never. It it's put up or shut up because the next guy is like chomping at the bit to get going. Oh yeah, yeah. Either you, either you're gonna play or you're gonna you're gonna go down. And Mazzara, who who got designated for assignment, who's who's obviously he's gonna clear waivers and he'll he'll, you know, somebody will pick him up down the road. Yeah. But if there's one thing the Tigers are loaded in is outfield talent in the minors. So they they brought up Derek Hill. And, Dude, uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, I am so sick and tired. So sick and tired. I've seen everybody come up. Derek Hill is one of them. There is no reason why Riley Green cannot be with the big, yeah. big club. I mean, no reason. No reason went, why he can't. He was on the the Futures game, made a hell of a play out oh. left field. Not only that, though, he. I mean, uh, you you think about the hits produced on that team. It was from Torkelson, well, and Riley Green. That eerie. Seawolves team. We need to get down. We're get going. out. We're we going. Check, check them out. We're going. The only thing I can think of is the fact that they don't want to bring them up yet because once they bring them up, now they, you know, I hate that. The clock stops. I, you know, I heard, I absolutely. Yeah, it's bullshit. I was going to say F, but I, I really, I hate how they. It's a business. How they manipulate uh, time. And, and it's and realistically, it's not fair to the player, because here's the thing: he could right now he could probably produce like nobody's business out here right now. You have a you have a team, but they're, they're sitting in third place in yeah, the central. Yeah, they're, they're not going to go anywhere. No. So why not bring a young talent? He's what twenty one. It's because they don't want to lose. They don't want to lose the service time. Is what yeah. they don't want to lose. I, it's it's one of those things where I get it, but it still sucks. But yeah. I mean, they're looking. I mean, but here's that's from a fan's point of view. Right. But we got to look at right. it from a, a an organizational, a business, a business a, not even, but organizational point of view. It's like, all right, so we need to we need to cherish this guy as long as we have, you know. So once he once he comes up, once he comes up, it's what you got him for four years. Yeah, and and now you're you're in the prime of his career. So yeah, but it just shows you, dude. That but he's unreal. What, look at what Torvalson's doing. I know. I like how you're sporting the old, um, the old OC. Uh, OC represent right uh, hat and shirt. Uh, give a shout out, man, uh, Phil. Phil, thank you uh, for coming uh, oh, in. Yeah, Chappie. What's Ch up, Chappie? Ch Chappie's a good guy. I tell you right uh, now, you if, know. If there's any, uh, go to iLogic and oh, check out uh, Chappie's. You want to talk about uh, fantasy baseball? Hey, I'm saying right now, if you want to learn about fantasy baseball and bourbon. Oh, Chappie. Chappie's the guy you got to talk to. And he while we're at the guy it, you got to talk uh, to. Uh, one of Chappie's uh, co-hosts who also has another show on the iLogic Media, Mr. Randall, not the quarterback. QB1. See, Randall That's QB1. And I, QB1 and I have a – we have a fandom we share. And it is of oh, the uh, the greatest band to come it's out like, of Athens, Georgia. It's like – it's Seven almost, Dust. It's almost like – is, I want to call it gayness and sweetness. Hey, whatever it is. That's exactly what uh, it is. Hey, Chappie, you're right, dude. The Tigers are going to be a legit <laughs> team in a few years. I love – you know what? And that guy, he's not from the area. No. He's not from the area. No. He even sees what we're talking about, how legit that this Tiger team is going to be in a couple of years. Well, you, They are going to be you, absolutely legit with what they have coming up. They do need – you know, and we talk about the draft. Jackson Job. Everybody, everybody's hosing the shit out of which that we're, pick. We're and gonna I'm get like, to here in a minute. Oh, yeah, we're okay. gonna get to. Yeah, but here, yeah here's you're right. The, here's Randall the thing. is good stuff. Here's the thing about. Uh, here's the thing about the organization, and we talked about it on the OC this past week. Dombrowski gutted the farm system. Oh. 
gutted the farm system. And for the longest time, it, it, they were dead last. Dead yeah. last in baseball. So as much as people want to bag on uh, Al Avila. Avila, El Avila, don't call him Avila because no. he's not. Avila. He's Al Avila. He has built this farm system into what is now considered the second best farm system in baseball. Um, yes, he has not made the big trade. Yes, he's not spent the big money. But let's face it, there's a huge contract that's still on the books for the Tigers. That takes they got almost half of yeah, their they, payroll. They got to get rid of that. that but, but they're just gonna they're gonna they're gonna eat it along. Is what they're going to do. But chunk, when, chunk of time, they're going to eat it along. But with the pitching staff they have, and and the players that are ready to make the the jump, uh, within the next you know year or two, yeah, um, you're gonna when when Miggy's contracts up, these there's going to be some players that want to come here, and it's it's a la 2006 when 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 uh, Pudge came here, and 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 then uh, Rogers came here. And people started believing in this team, and it they rolled the coattails of a very young pitching staff. Yes, that that kind of took them almost to the promised land. I, I and that was great times around here. But which year are you talking? Two thousand six. Oh god! When, when they, you know, it, to me, the the bright lights got too big for them, and and uh, they just they didn't know how to handle. And, and did you hear that laugh? It wasn't from the uh, speakeasy. I'll tell I you that. I don't know where that came from. Somebody's cackling outside. It might be, uh, you know, the speakeasy doors are open. The doors so are open in the speakeasy. So somebody hears some cackling. So if you hear any cackling. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. I uh, I think that it was just kind of one of those things where we're like, uh, we got spoiled. As Tiger fans, we got oh, spoiled yeah. because we absolutely fell into a, a great, great, um, great, draft it, 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 yeah. great team you know we had we had some rookies we had some guys who were just a couple of years in that played very well and as chappy says is yeah you guys got goats that's funny <laughs> so yeah no he said the team was loaded i mean in well, 06 the team was loaded but so i think what I, happened was exactly what you said the start the, the, the lights got really bright yep. and they kind of faltered on that and for sure. and the way the way uh that pitching rotation was set up I go back to the the series in 06 yep. against the Yankees where they brought out Joel Zamaya. Or the, so they would bring Joel Zamaya out Guitar after. Hero. Yeah, after uh, Kenny Rogers pitched. So you have a guy who he might hit 88, 89 yeah. if he's lucky, but he knows how to paint the out corner late. Now bring in Zamaya who can hit 100, 102. I mean, it was mastery, and it, it was it was fun to watch a team nobody thought in a million years would do what they did, take down, take down the Yankees, and and I mean they didn't just take down the Yankees; they mollywopped them, they bitch slapped. Yes, them. they did. They, they bitch slapped them, and and I believe that they're going down that road. They're using that they, road right they, now. I, they got the tools to do it. They really do. Starting pitching right now is it. You look at what what they have coming up. What they have going on now with Scooble, with Mize, yep, and, and and Matt Manning, who was just sent down, which I I don't agree with. Well, but. Did you, well, did you see today? So, uh, Bo Burrows, who was with the Tiger organization, he got, uh, he got picked up. He got picked up by Minnesota and, mm -hmm. and pitched against Tiger. Yeah. 
I mean, there you go. I mean, yeah. He throws up on the mound and gets cut. And next thing you know, yeah. he's facing his exactly. own team. Exactly. But going back to the draft, which we'll kind of uh, go back to that, a uh, lot of, a lot of, a lot of haters. A lot of controversy. A lot of haters. With this first round pick, Jackson Job. I don't, I don't necessarily, I know we talked on the OC. I know Coach Pat was really He's very, very critical yeah, about, very, very against that pick. About the pick. But, um, my 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 feelings is this he's a special special pitcher who has a talent that you really haven't seen in a long time yeah with his, his ability to spin the ball his slider um so now you take a kid who's 18 mm-hmm. you say five years five years don't even think about touching the big big leagues for five years He's going to come up. He'll be 22, 23. And see, here's the thing that people see is people see, well, okay, well, you drafted a guy out of high school. They are like, yeah, Chap, you know, Chap, he's right. Yeah, no, he's right. Yeah. High, high up, up upside. More, more absolutely. But the thing is with that is everybody. So like, you know, I'm like realist when it comes to baseball. Like in my personal opinion is like, I'm all about development. There, there is very, far and few in between where you will find a high school baseball player that can have such a dynamic impact on the league yeah. from any position. It's sure. just not pitching. It's sure. just in any position. Like you look at it from this point, look at Bryce Harper came, came he left high school at 15 years yeah. old. I mean, he got was, a, got his yeah. GED, went to a Juco yeah, and, 17 then, and, then, years old. and then, and yeah. then, and then came yeah. in, you know, at a very young age, yes. he was a very special player at that time. Right. Job has only been, he hasn't, he, now he, he just started working, developing his pitching within the last couple of years, three years, within, he, within the last couple the, of years. The, the, the phrase that they talked about on the draft night was he started taking baseball serious. Yeah. Three years ago. But in here, now here's the thing with that is, so the guy was not actively working on the craft Mm-mm. until like the last three years. So, which means that you have some players who play college who play high school mm-hmm. and they pitch. That's sure. all I do is yep. pitch. Yeah. So you have say, and say a guy goes to a four year college plays four years in college or three years, and then plays four years of high school baseball where he's pitching, whatever that's seven years of pitches. Mm-hmm. Is that to say that Job is not going to be good enough for the MLB? I, we don't know. Time well, will tell. Well, all but the- however, the, the draft, like everything else, it's a gamble. It's, it's, it's it a, is it's gigantic. A, it is a gamble, gamble because it's it's money yep. and it's potential. Yeah. And I think they looked at at Job as number one, signability. We can sign this guy. Skill level. Uh, the ceiling is very high. Why can't we get sponsored by Bush Light? Oh. Uh, Anheuser Busch, are you listening? I wish. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm product placing like crazy. <laughs> well, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't the first when, couple I've had tonight. Let me tell you what: when iLogic make makes the uh, the big push, you know, maybe Bushlight will be right there. And I and I see. Bush. And here's here's the thing I always talk about: everybody, even Pat, you know, and I and I love Pat to death. Yeah, on the OC, love Pat to death. He's not a big fan of high school players and everything like that. But what I really do is I, I agree yeah. with you, Chappie. It says it all boils down to player yeah, development. It is. It you is. Know what? And, and it's not – there is no rush. It, no, it, and it, I think that's what they looked a, at. I mean, it's a, it's a flip of the coin. Mm-hmm. 
hey, this guy's got it. This guy doesn't have it. I'm willing to say that in a couple of years, the guy's going to have it. Well, and here's the thing that a lot of the scouts said. Mechanically, he's, he's sound. Solid. Oh, yeah, I heard he's sound. You don't you don't have to work on his 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 delivery. Um, his approach is is major league ready. So now it's just uh, developing him, you know, mature wise and getting him uh, yep. uh, getting him some innings against, you know, upper echelon pitchers. And, you know, they're going to he'll, he'll be he, a best mission here he's gonna, by the end of the summer. He's going to get knocked around. He'll probably be down in in, uh, in Lakeland. He's going to be the Flying Tigers flying, for a while. Yeah, he'll be with but, the Flying Tigers. And then, but that's okay because he's 18 yeah. years old. Yeah, exactly. And he's got the skill level. Uh, that gives them the opportunity to say, "Hey, we're going to let this guy grow. We're going to put some, you know, mass on oh, his body." And yeah. but what's exciting is their second round pick, you know, Ty Madden from University of Texas, who was projected ten to fifteen in the first round. They got him in the second. Yeah. So that's a classic example of of signability. Yeah. See, I mean, signability with the draft. It's it, a lot of teams will not pick the top player available for the simple fact that you know what he oh. demands too much money oh, and I, they only have so much to spend so they're only going to you know they, they go after people that will be able to sign and and will benefit them moving forward so uh, i think ty ty madden is a pitcher who's got experience pitched in big big level games and 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 it just goes to show you that the, the Tigers are following suit in the way that they've always been with building their farm through pitching and championships go through pitching. And and, and I and I do hey, I cha- do hey, I champ- do hey, like, Chappie, get on there and join join it here. I just sent you the link. Go ahead and join on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, so I mean I, and a lot of the baseball stuff, like I mean, I'm pretty fluent with baseball, but you know, Chappie, he really, uh, when it comes to like analytics behind everything and everything like that, he's one of those guys that just knows, he knows baseball, you know, and he even says right now in a, in a he just dropped big 12 baseball is no joke. You're right. It is no joke. It is absolutely no joke whatsoever. So my next topic that I want to talk about is the fact that they, they kind of went pitching and there was, there was a couple of teams out there that, that every draft pick they took was pitchers. Mm-hmm. Do you think since the Tigers kind of didn't address middle infield to like the fourth round, 95th pick, does that tell you that they're going to go be buyers come uh, the trade deadline? Or, I don't, or are I don't they going to look gonna, into the offseason? I don't think it's going to be trade deadline. I honestly think it's going to be more on the lines of offseason. Unless, you know. Are they going to be fielding phone calls? Are they going to be making phone calls? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm oh, sure yeah. they're going to try to find. Well, there's, there's. I'm sure know, they're going to try to find Scope, a bargain. I think every contending team out there is is calling the Tigers I, on Jonathan you know, Scope. And it, I hope they don't. Well, selfishly, no. I, I, no. Know, I hope they don't, but you know, it is what it is. Selfishly, no, but I mean, you can't ignore the fact that Chappie, he, Chappie must be in bed with his wife. <laughs> he won't. He won't log in. Uh but he has, you know, he had a slow start. Yep. But if there's anything Jonathan Scopes always been is consistent. 
and they got him playing first base. So it's a new, it's a new position. And and uh... wait, hold on. I'm I'm not even gonna put this comment up on the screen yet right now, but I'm just gonna say, are they sleeping in the same bed with you? Oh, I I hope not. Yeah, Chappy, please tell me it ain't God, so. Tell me so. Yes. I mean, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's always a, a, there's always some type of weird fantasy that people have with the mother daughter (laughs) thing, but goddamn, please don't tell me this is it. Pornhub is full of uh, fake. It's all fake stuff. Oh, it's all come out. No, (laughs) a breaking news. That's fake. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking news. So breaking. Yeah, whatever it is, what it is, right, (laughs) Chappy? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes, he, the, uh, he, he, he is, is from, from West, West Virginia. Virginia. Oh boy, here, Burry, here, Burry. Well, who's your sister? Who's your sister? So anyway, so they did not, they did not take anybody within the the middle infield. Like, I mean, I would. It, my thing was is, you know, okay, Jackson Job, okay, that I, I consider that a project. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, what well, did you see the the Pirates? Their first round pick, yeah, who was a big surprise. Um, he signed today, and the the signing bonus, which is normally mid eight million, he signed for mid six million. Yeah, and he said because I want the Pirates to be able to sign the other players that they drafted. Oh yeah, I mean this guy that they picked is he's a throwback. He's a throwback, and I, and I think really they looked at him as somebody who uh, will help this team in the future. Oh, I'm sure. And while well, he's the best bat in college baseball yeah. over the season, and that's why they took him. So just kudos to the to him for taking two two million less, just for the simple fact that I want the other guys to be signed. But I think that comes down to baseball more than any other sport. Where teams only have so much money that they can spend, can spend, yeah. and they have to they have to use it on guys that they know a are going to help them, and b are going to sign. You know and, what really makes me excited about this show tonight is that Chappie's watching it. Yes, with his wife laying on one side and, and his mother in law laying on their son. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, I love it. I can only imagine. And, what and, the, and and he's responding to a lot of stuff. So you know what, dude? Hey. Hey, we hey, so listen. So hey. August seventeenth, um, uh, River City Media has asked us to join the um, QB one. Yeah, uh, Randall Seven Cunningham, the, the QB one, has asked us to join in with a. Um, they're going to do a football preview, <laughs> but however, he wants us, <laughs> us, yes, to talk about Big Ten. Oh, Big Ten. Hey, and NFC North. Oh, oh. I'm ready for that. That's going to be a good time. And you know damn well, against your better judgment, no, we're going to talk about Seven Dust. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. He's going to squeeze it in. So in the offseason, I think what they're going to do is they're going to try to sign a shortstop of some stature, whether yes. it's going to be a Corey Seager, a Carlos Correa. Well, um. Who else is uh you have Javier Baez, Baez. Javi Baez. They're not gonna get Baez. Well they're not they're not gonna well take here's Baez. the thing. Here's the thing, and I kind of broke it down. Like who's the who's the the best 
shortstop, we'll say, that has the most value. Correa, obviously. Um, all I around. Don't, I don't think we have enough garbage cans. All around. Uh, offensively, defensively, leadership, energy, yeah. best in best in baseball. Has a relationship with AJ Hinch. True. Um, but so is Verlander. He'll end his career here, but that'll be another show. But Trevor Story. <laughs> okay. I don't think. See, you take Trevor Story out of Colorado. Is he Trevor Story? No. I mean, I think he definitely. Takes advantage of the fact that the air is so thin there. The hair. His numbers are. The hair is still so thin. His numbers are so much higher in Colorado and Denver than they are on the road. Uh, I think he's a hell of a baseball player. Yeah. Um, Long term, probably not. Um, Corey Seager, I absolutely would love to have him here. Yeah. Uh, Long term solution. Yes. Yes. He's 28. He's got all the tools that you want. But here's the thing is, I, I think, and this is just me thinking, I think the Tigers are going to have to overpay to get somebody in here. But are they going to do really, that? I, but are they going to do that thing right is, now? I don't want them to. But here's a list that I compiled of some lower tier. Let's hear this list. Some maybe not uh, the top of the top. Yeah. But we'll get you through until possibly Maggie's contract runs out. That peanut, or they, ca- that peanut gallery is pretty loud. It is. But that's all right. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of nice having, having, uh, having folks in here. Um, and Andleton Simmons. Okay. Who is probably the, the best defensive yeah. shortstop. Defensive infielder in <laughs> we're baseball. Getting, we're getting stared down right now. That's all right. That's all right. After I made that comment about the peanut gallery. That's right. The penis gallery over there. The penis. <laughs> well. Uh, Simmons has. One, uh, one, one, one half. Go ahead. Keep going. Stop it. Stop it. That's, that's wrong. <laughs> Doctor. Anyways. Uh, Anderton Simmons, I think defensively, yep. he's probably your, your best bet. Uh, he's not going to wow you at the plate. No. He's going to. Defensively, he's he's going to get you a gold glove. Um, and if you go back to Iglesias, Jose Iglesias, who nope. who was here nope. before, I'm just giving you a rundown of that'd mid, be a gigantic mid mid tier. That'd be a gigantic negative. No, no, fuck no. Uh, no. Or you have Marcus Simeon. No, who can? Uh, uh-huh. no, who can hit the ball, Marcus Simeon? Uh, but defensively, he's a big liability but those are only stop gaps until until a they they have enough money or b are willing to spend money true so i think at this point you look at it as do they want to add that much because correa seager even trevor story baez is going to be gone next week the 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 cubs demise has already begun Oh yeah, they're they're fucking absolutely unloading. They're, they're, they're gonna they're gonna unload half of their team, which you know, hey, it is what it is. But hey, it's business. It you is. know what? And it's it, and it's funny because you look taller, but you get traded. But it's business, no big deal. You have to look at it that way. And 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 the Cubs are in the business of winning, and when they're not winning, they have to move on. Try and, to win. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, 
do do I want them to go and get Carlos Correa? Absolutely. Do I think them adding he's going to go oh, after Lindor money? I'll tell you right now, this would make my kid extremely happy right here. A comment that just came in from old Chappy Chap, Dansby Swanson. God damn. I tell you right now, you would have yes. two kids in the South Line yeah. area that would absolutely jump for joy. Do you think they have Dansby do you Swanson? Think Atlanta will, will let him walk. Well, realistically speaking, if you look at it from Especially my with Okuna and well, if you look at it from my point of view right and now, they're young pitching talent. Even though they went and they lost Acuna, and then they went and picked up Jack Peterson. Which so they're I, shifting people around. <laughs> Do you think they're going to really let Dansby go? But if they did, I'll take him. Fuck yeah, I'll take him. Well, they're not going to Van- let him walk. Vanderbilt? They're going to trade his ass. No, that's what I mean. And I'll, it's going to be a him. haul in return. Whatever. Because he's, I mean, you know, outside of Acuna, you build around I'll him. take Dansby. Oh, hell yes, absolutely. No question about it. So, I guess, I, you know, you, you like the way the Tigers... Yeah, you know, come out of the second half mm-hmm. with a with a sweep against Minnesota, yeah. um, and I think we kind of touched on it a little bit last week. Realistically, what 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 do you feel is a was a is a legitimate uh, finish for the Tigers? I'm thinking maybe just a, maybe a a couple, you know, maybe a couple games under 500. Yeah, I mean, I think I think at this point, being Tiger fans and Chappie chimed in and said that <laughs> that QB one says there's going to be a fighter sale in Atlanta. I, I, I like I'd I be said, surprised. I, I would I'd take. I mean, I would take Dansby. There ain't no way. Oh, I'd absolutely. take him in a heartbeat. I mean, as, but here's the thing: is as long as we can resign him for a long term deal, because I I wouldn't want to give up a bunch of capital for somebody that you might have for a year or two. I wouldn't. I mean, because realistically, when you look at it, the Tigers are definitely a couple years away from they're, making a scratch on something. So I would three years. Yeah. So I would. Years. I, I, I definitely would not want to just kind of just like uh, you know, unload the farm on on him for a part time. Yeah. I mean, I'd want something like going to resign here. I mean, yeah. Is he going to look at the future and say, you know yeah. what, they're they're right on the precipice? Yeah, he'd be like, oh, El um, El Avila. El, hey, what do you what do you say, anyways? Uh, Avila, doesn't your kid play? Isn't he Alex Avila? Yeah. Uh, no, that my uh, my son's name's Alex Avila. My name is Al Avila. Yeah, L Avila. Yeah. Um. So I mean, to me, the Tigers are they're they're playing a little bit better than I think. They're exceed- most Tiger fans can agree. Dude, they, they had thirty one thousand fans yesterday. I mean, whether Weather brings out fans in the fact that, you know, obviously restrictions are gone. We haven't had an opening day, so they treat it as a Well, yeah, yesterday day. was supposed to be the, yeah. the opening day 2.0. But um, overall, uh, yeah, I think right where they're at now, they're going to finish third. Um, you know, maybe they're, they're pitching staff, and, and their, their bullpens have been a bit disappointing, which – the first game of the doubleheader surprised me. They, you know, they they held that one nothing lead for the entire game, which was I was surprised, but um, was a bit surprising. So I think right now to say third place with within ten games of five hundred is realistic, and and I I'm not 
going to say that that would be a disappointment. Yeah. But, you know, considering that, you know, there wasn't a, a single talking head that thought they were going to finish anything other than last place in the AL, you know, they're sitting in third place in the central and, and you know what? It, it, it's better than we all expected. And, and so, but moving on. Yeah. So did you see the story that came out today about Michigan? Yes. Michigan football. Yeah. Sign a deal with MDEN. Is that who the MDEN, which yeah. is a established, uh, apparel company in the Detroit Metro area. They are going to allow players to uh, monetize. So if you go in there and say, hey, I want a, the, the backup quarterback, I want a jersey of the backup quarterback, make a custom jersey, um, that backup quarterback is going to get financial gain from that. He's going to get a cut from it. And any other player that they they give custom jerseys to because uh, the university was able to find a loophole yep. that said, okay, we're not going to sell licensed NCAA. Man, fuck these mosquitoes, apparel. man. I'm not getting it, but but I sprayed. I was prepared. I mean, I, my fucking legs are getting chewed up. <laughs> Did you spray? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, you're getting chewed up. So these these players are going to get a monetary gain. Yeah, they but, deserve it. You know, no, what? absolutely. I, you know what? And uh, I, for a long time, I was one of those guys who was, like, hey, well, they're getting a, you know, if you think about it, if you and I who can't play football, we can't play bait. We we just we can't play a, a D one level, D one two, or three level. Hey, these kids are getting an education. We're like, oh yeah, they're getting an education. That's good, or whatever. But you know what though? A lot of these, a lot of these kids uh, that are playing D one, they're all not going to play college. They're no. not going to play professional. What, what, so you what, know what? Yeah, if you can, if, I mean, if you can, you know, capitalize on your name, capitalize on your looks, capitalize on whatever you can, make that money, support yourself, support your family. Sure, I'm absolutely. all for it. And fuck I, him. I, I, I and fuck the man. Fuck NCAA. Yep. But pay that man his money. But my opinion is this. What's that? I think it's going to. Not that your opinion means shit to me anyways. <laughs> right, but whatever. Right, yeah, right. I think it's going to benefit the NCAA. That's me and his money. Absolutely. Exactly. I think it's going to benefit the NCAA because you're going to have players that are going to say, you know what? I'm sophomore. I, I could go pro. But you know what? I, there's money to be had. There's money to be had. You know I'm what? You stick around instead of a, a late first round. I could play another year and I could be an early first round the next year. Exactly. And and I'm going to. So think about this. Think about this. Uh, Bogner this year, last year in Michigan. Dude, he is not a fucking. He, he's not a first. In my opinion, he's not a first. He's not a top 10. Not a, no. not a top 10 in NBA. Not no. at all. I'm I'm going to the NBA. Okay, you suck. You're not going to get shit. Look at Dickinson. Dickinson's like yeah. I'm going to the draft, yeah. and he's like, well, I can make money on jerseys, and I can make yep. money on this, or I can make I can monetize on my name or my likeness. Fuck it, I'm staying another yep. year. You yep. know what? Good for him. Well, I'm staying get, another hey, year. Get that money. I'm gonna I'm gonna make money. You're going to get an education. I'm going to continue my education. Yep. 
and I'm going to get another uh, some more skill level because I'm going to play. Exactly. Every, I'm going to play. Yep. Every minute of every game. Uh, maturity under Jawan Howard. Yep. Uh, preparation for the I NBA. Agree. I agree a thousand percent. I, I just think you're going to start to see a lot more college players really think, you know yeah. what? Okay. Oh, I, I'm going to create a logo. I'm going to be able to get paid. And, and, and you know what? Here's, here's the thing. Michigan is saying, we welcome this. We welcome this. Yeah. That's why they're like, hey, look, you guys can, you, you know what? If you guys want uniforms, Buy them from MDEM, yep. which, and it, they're still Nike Jumpman jerseys. Exactly. But here's the other thing: you take a school like Georgia that says, "Do not think you're gonna put the the Georgia uh, G, which is trademarked. You're not gonna put that in your logo. It's you cannot mention anything of Georgia if you want to make money on your your Instagram page or any kind of apparel. It's forbidden." They have absolutely said you will not make money off our name. So does that say a player coming out of high school that says, "I've I've got a quarter million followers on Instagram"? Fuck um, you, Georgia. Um, I could make a shit ton of money as a freshman, yeah. and with apparel, with selling jersey. So now that player says, "Do I go to Georgia or do I go to Michigan?" I think that's that's. Players are going to start to lean towards the schools that are going to say, we are all in favor of players making money off themselves. Yeah. And, and, and you're going to start to see more schools that, that are going to say, Hey, okay, well, you know what? It's working for Michigan. They might be getting the top recruits because of the fact that, that they're going to make money off the, the jerseys that they're going to sell, because let's face it, these, these fans go out and buy a Jersey with yeah. the number on the back. Yep. They're buying the Jersey because who, whose number is that? Yep. And when when these players can profit off that, which Hell they yeah. should, I think kids are going to start to see, think, you now, know, what? I'm going there. It's a recruiting tool. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. And, and exactly what Phil said, it's a recruiting tool. And also he said it's a great point. It, it is. Great and, point. And, and hey, you look at Michigan hey, who. Hey, listen. Yeah, they've done something that's a, right. That's a talking point right there. They've done something right. And 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 coming from uh, Harbaugh, who I I. I'm the first to say I'm not a fan of, and and I, I I have been clamoring for him to be out of town for the longest time. This is going to help them bring in the kid that says, well, I want to go to Alabama, or I want to go to Georgia, or I want to go to Clemson. Yeah. But you know what? I have more money-making opportunities to go to Michigan. And, yep. and here's the other thing. Michigan's like, make your money, dude. I'm going to play right away. Yeah. And that's the other thing, like these kids. I mean, Xavier Worthy were left, which you know, speculation is he didn't have the grades. Which kudos to Michigan, if you know what, staying true to who are. I don't know if that's the case, but uh, these these players are going to really think. You know what? It might be more financially better for me to go to Michigan, and yeah. you know what? It's, let's face it. As a Michigan fan, as you and I are, they can take all the help we they need, oh, yeah, and, and 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 it is what it is. So, I, I think it's a great thing. I think it's a great thing. So anyway, you're uh, so we, you, we really need to wrap this up because um, somebody, oh, somebody's got to be on a plane. Yeah, someone's got to be on a plane. Well, before we go, did you hear what Stephen A. Smith, fuck him, had to say? 
Hey, so talk about that for a minute. I got to step outside for a minute. Okay. All right. So talk about Stephen A. Smith. So if anybody uh, out there, <laughs> uh, Stephen A. Smith was asked the question of um, Shohei Otani, who is probably the biggest biggest storyline, we'll say, that has happened in Major League Baseball in probably the last 20, 25 years, um, who led off for the American League in the All-Star game. He started pitching. Um, he's leading the all of baseball with home runs coming in uh, at 33. He's in it, We're seeing things that we've never seen before with Otani, um, who is from Japan. And he he came in last year, and and he he was injured, and I don't think anybody saw the full scope of his capabilities. But this year, he has been nothing short of spectacular. Uh, not only is he the best hitter in baseball, he's probably one of the top three pitchers as well. And what he's been able to do, I don't think anyone has ever seen. Uh, uh, since Babe Ruth, and even when Babe Ruth was doing his thing, Babe Ruth wasn't pitching uh, when he was hitting home runs. But um, uh, so Shohei Otani, just unbelievable, unbelievable talent. Uh, and Stephen A. Smith was asked the question, like, is he the face of Major League Baseball? And basically he came out and he said something so racist and so belligerent uh, that I don't know how he still has a job. Uh, he made the comment that said the face of baseball cannot be a Japanese player. I wanted to thank you to the uh, ladies of Speakeasy for bringing the um, beverages over. We appreciate it. But but yeah, but Shohan, but St Stephen A. Smith just needs to go. I'm sorry. He just needs to. I mean, they need to. What they need to do is they need to get a milk carton, fill his office full of this shit, and just fucking get, get out. I, because he, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. So, in the society that we are in right now, I'm scratching a mosquito bite right now. But the. Uh, the Chappie agrees he shouldn't have a job. The, he shouldn't. The, you know, it, it's like, okay, the day, the time that we are in now. Is what we're trying to do as individuals and as people is we're trying to bring people together as one. And this fucking idiot comes out and it was like, hey, if the guy needs an interpreter to talk to somebody, fuck him. Yeah. We it, don't it's, it's like, dude, really? It's like, where do you get off? It's world like, where, like where the fuck do you get off? Exactly. So we have we have teams that play in the Little League World Series from Japan who probably look up to Otani as like, hey, look, oh, this is our guy right here. He's their hero. Or, uh, you know, China or actually anybody who does not and, live in the United look States. At, look at ratings in, in Asian countries right now. And this guy and, comes and up. they're probably if, through the roof. If he needs an interpreter, he just, we just can't fucking put him in the face. The only thing no. that really hurts Otani is that he plays on the West Coast. He plays and for the Angels. Well, no, it, he plays on the West Coast. It's not yeah. the Angels. He plays on the West Coast. Yeah, late and he, games. And it, it's all the late games. He's mm -hmm. not playing the the seven o'clock starts or something like that. But I will tell you right now, he is a modern day Babe Ruth. I mean, of I, of, of of talent we have never in, in my lifetime. I'm 42. 
I'm almost 44. Yeah, and, and we have never, never seen, seen a talent I, like no. that ever. A to, guy who can pitch, who, who a pitches, guy who, a guy and leads off, a guy who can mash the ball. Oh, he's 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 it's crazy. It's just, I mean, it's absolutely he's reinventing and, the game of baseball. Exactly, and and, and, and it's and a for, shame that you have fucking assholes like that. Yes, ESPN. ESPN should have just escorted him out. Or should have denied his access to anything ESPN related because and why do you think ESPN allowed him to a uh, apologize, which was bullshit? You know what? Fuck his apology. Is it, is it because fuck his apology? Is it like like around here where we have Valenti, who's controversial and it's ratings? And do you, is, is it, it could, a similar I mean, situation like that? Like people watch Stephen A. Smith because you don't know what he's gonna say. But but you know what though. Here's my thing is, so I, you know, I'm a big firm believer of freedom of speech. I am. Sure, absolutely. I'm a firm believer of freedom of speech. However, I will say you're also freedom of the repercussions that come from your speech. That guy right there. Well, when you make an absolutely, asinine comment, he should like be gone. Been, he should have absolutely been gone. And, and you know what? Shame on ESPN. And they threw his ass in the UFC uh, paper last week, which is, is a whole nother thing. Like, this guy is a complete buffoon. He needs to go. Yes, he does. Go back to Philly and bitch about, or New York, and bitch about the Knicks, whatever, you, wherever you came from. Um, the guy shouldn't be allowed in front of a microphone no, or a fucking camera again. I agree. And and, and it just kind of goes to unless, show you. Unless he's got a podcast on iLogic Media. <laughs> then, then we would be supportive of that. No, I but, wouldn't. I would probably still call him out as being a chump-ass bitch. But it's just it, the way society is has developed in this day and age. You know, and exactly what, you know, what, what, what Chappie just chimed in with. He said, you know, he, you know, he's got speed. He could steal, he could steal 40 bases easily. What's you know? he at? Like in almost 20? So, plus? I mean, it's just, it's, it's one of those things like he is a, he is a baseball player that you and I dream, like dreamt to see. Like I've never our, seen anything. Like, like our great, great grandfathers watched some of the, some good baseball. Oh sure. And now that we get to see my one, my dad talks about. I got a guy. I, we got a guy who is in the mainstream media who absolutely just fucking shits on a guy because he doesn't speak English. Because he's not. He doesn't speak he's English. Not black he's, or white. He's gonna shit at him. Yep. Fuck Stephen A. Smith. I mean, you're 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 watching a guy that, like I said, he's he's changing. God, I'm mad right now. He's changing the sport. And guess what? Guess what? You're gonna start to see. Thanks, Danny. Pitchers that players that 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 are going to come into the college game, going to get drafted, that are going to say, "Hey, because of Shohei Otani, no, oh. I, you know what? There's a lot of pitchers that that were dominating hitters in college, but then when they became pros, they just never focused on no, hitting. No, I, and I get it. they're going to start to say, "Hey, why not? Why not me? And and I think that's good for baseball." And I don't care what color you are. I don't care if you can speak English or not. I'd say 60% of the, the players in baseball today can't speak English without an imperfect. Uh, here's my thing. Who is, gives a shit? Hey, here's my thing. Put something on the field and entertain me. I don't, I, I honestly, I don't give a shit if you speak English, if you speak Spanish, if you speak Japanese. No, I don't care. I, I do. I don't get, you know what? You get in that bot. Let me tell you something. Baseball is a world yeah, game. Absolutely. When you can, when you step in that box, the only the only language you need to speak is baseball. Play ball, baseball. That's when, it. When you can pitch and you can mow down 
you can mow down a lineup and lead off. And lead off. And, and you're going to get a 470-foot home run, which you did right before the playoff. Yeah. The uh, the all-star break. Um, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You, you, you are and, unbelievable. And he doesn't take batting practice. No, doesn't take batting practice, which is which is phenomenal. But you know what? That might be his nature. That might be what he's he is prone to, what he's used to, and which even goes to show you how much more of a talent he really is. Yeah, and exactly what Chappie said. He goes, "Why is it their responsibility?" Is being a it, dude? It's a national. It, it is an international game. I don't, like I said, I don't give a shit what they speak. If you could get in that box and you could hit 470 foot bombs, I don't care. I don't. I don't care. You know what? If he played, and I bet you right now, if he played in, if he played in New York, he'd be sucking his. You know what? Well, look at New York. They're uh, who's their catcher in New York? Uh, Sanchez. Sanchez. Don't speak. No. He, he does interview all the time with the, with Turner, but. One ever says anything. Yeah, gives a shit. Right, absolutely. Danny, who uh, just chimed in, how you doing, sir? Yeah, thank you. Danny, thank, thanks for thanks thank for you for watching. We it's late. It. Yeah, I mean, I mean nor, normally this late, we normally we'd cater to like JP, but obviously <laughs> JP hasn't. Um, he he chimed in early. Yeah, but he he chimed in early. He must be doing something else right now. He might be. Uh, anyway. Must be on the back nine. So anyway, so we had a bunch of show notes and everything like that. So we wanted to touch on the UFC uh, 264. Yep. Um, I don't think we're gonna have time because we're really getting getting up against it. We spent a lot of time on baseball, which we really right. was That's really right. was the big thing. But you know, UFC 64, everybody knows. Um, Conor McGregor, uh, the end of a doc- legend, Doctor Stoppage. But I'll tell you right now, he just needs to be done. He just needs to hang it up. Say, hey, look, you know what? It was a fucking hell of a run. I did some good things. I did some bad things. Let's move on. One win in six years. Yeah, I know. It's time. It's time. It's time. And and but here's the thing is so he so his claim now is that he had fought with stress stress fractures in his leg. No. But I will tell you right now. I, I don't buy that. I'll tell you right now. That kick that got blocked with the forearm elbow area. That did. That so, fucking did. So if you have stress fractures in your legs, ankle area, I'm not going to spend the first minute of fight focusing on kicking Poirier, working on his working on his his uh, calf area, in which he did, and he hit him probably three or four times with some solid. Oh yeah, solid. Kicks. Oh yeah, and to the point where I thought, man, Poirier can't take too many. No, more of those I mean, shots. but you know, he started off well. Well, the first two minutes of that fight, but he, it's he like dominated. it's like, dude, it's like as soon as I mean, dude, and I'm sorry, that was prop. You know, I've seen some pretty gruesome injuries in <laughs> my life. <laughs> that was pretty bad, and I've seen like so remember, they spent. Remember they, Joe Theismann? Oh yes! Oh, that was terrible. I remember watching. Dude, I wanted to puke. <laughs> Anthony Munoz, yeah, in the Super Bowl. Oh, oh yeah. god! Oh yeah! And I, you know what? Here's the thing: is I hate about it because like the next day, all I saw on social media, which is, uh, which is one of the roots of the evil when it comes to watching stuff like that, is I can't, 
tell you how many different posts I saw with that leg Oof. snap back like that. I'm like, dude. Well, I'm the, like, the, the still shot of him like before, like, well, I'm surprised in. it didn't break skin. How did that bone not? I know through? exactly. So you know, I was watching the fight live, and it, it to me it was weird because they spent they spent probably two and a half minutes on the canvas. So the first minute, Connor pretty much. Oh, there were a couple instances where you thought well, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna tap out. Yeah, he had, and Poirier was able to flip the switch, get on top of him, and he started just drilling him. Yep. with elbows. I mean, he was absolutely putting the wood to him, and then all of a sudden, laying the lumber to him. All of a sudden, he got up. Yeah, he got up. It was about 10, 15 seconds left. He got up, and then I wondered at that point, why are you letting him up? I think he knew that fucking ankle was gone because ankle or leg. It, well, it was lower leg, it, high ankle. Dude, it, yeah, it, dude, it, yeah. It, dude, it, it, it was blown right. Out. So I think he he knew something was wrong. Yeah. Because he, you know, even in the in the post post fight interview, which was golden, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he told him, you know, I he I broke his ankle when I checked him. Yeah. And 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 I think he knew that that thing was gone because he got up, he stood up, and then. Connor stood and went to take a step, and that was the end of it. Yeah. Oh my God. We were, you know, obviously we were in the house because yeah. the mosquitoes were Excuse killing us out terrible. here. Uh, so we went in the house and watched it. And I, I, I think the, the people at the end of the street could have heard me go, <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was, uh, oh, it was definitely like I saw it like the next day and Oof. saw some repeats of it. And I was like, but the, the the best fight of the night was was O'Malley and and uh, uh, his fight against uh, Chris Mutino, who took the fight two weeks in. O'Malley broke every record with punches landed. He looked like a troll doll. This this oh yes, it was green hair, and he yeah. did look like a troll doll. Yeah. This guy took everything, even the kitchen sink and the trailer in the backyard that hasn't been moved in in fifteen years. Yeah, and he stood. And and good old dude, Herb Dean called it with about thirty seconds. I left. give that guy a ton of credit, dude. He that was good for him. Unbelievable fight. And you know man. what though? I saw the next like two days later after the fight, he was back in there, back in the gym training again. Yep, because he so good for him. You know he he's he's taking the best of his opportunities, and there's no doubt that UFC is going to say, hey, we want this guy back in because he he's a he's a he's a brawler. And oh yeah, that was interesting. Sure. So. All right. Well, on that note, we're gonna well, we're gonna we, hit it. We thank everybody for uh, tuning in late night, and uh, we thank will hopefully see you here. Another yeah. episode of Easy Definitely Speak for sure. Next few days. So you guys have a good one. Take care. We'll see you in a uh, couple weeks. We'll see you. Apple and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Easy Speak Cast for the latest and up to date news. Cheers.